Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered, with some food for thought for each of you out there. Have you ever thought of why the middle class in America is shrinking? Have you ever thought of why they're building so many apartments and homes to rent, not to sell, but to rent? Well, you should, because it's major institutional investors, retirement funds, uh, other significant funds, and the ultra rich, the 1%, corporations like BlackRock that are investing all of the money today to be able to build homes, starter homes, but they're only for rent. They will never be for sale. The American dream, as many have known it for the last 50, 60 years, is dying and leaving. The middle class are being squeezed out, and what would be potential replacements for the middle class are being put in a position that if all they are ever able to achieve is a rental piece of property, to never build any equity, to never be able to grow that property, make a little bit of profit, and move on to another home that they can afford, which they will not be under the current situation in America, there will be no middle class. In essence, the ultra-wealthy in America will control where you live, how you live, and how much money you pay to them. And I say the word them, T-H-E-M, because them is the top 1% who hold the political power in this country and control everything that generally the population does. But you say, well, that's not possible because we live in a free democratic society. No, you don't. Never have. We're a republic. We're kind of like a joint venture. And although we'd like to believe that we have congressmen and senators who work for us and on our behalf, they don't. Very few do. They're in the position of being able to become very wealthy very quickly through insider training, which is blatantly illegal uh, as far as uh, their rules of ethics and uh, integrity go. There is Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Insider trading has been the name of the game for a long, long time in Congress. It's also what enables lobbyists to be able to buy and sell congressmen. There is a um, firm. There are a number of lobbying firms, but there's one in particular, and I cannot use their name because if I do, I'll be sued. But it starts with a D, and its controlling interest is by some of the ultra-wealthiest men and families in this country, including a couple ex-presidents. And they basically put business people into meetings with congressmen and senators at fees that range from a minimum of $50,000 for a half-hour session, private session, all the way to an hour or more with these congressmen and senators. Yeah. That's how things get done in America. And how do I know that? Because I've been in those meetings and I've seen it happen. And I've even seen some very good senators that have ethics still show up and meet with these business people, these investors, to hear what they have to say, what their wants and desires are, but they still take the money. And this is the problem with America. There's all these goddamn fools they call Trumpers and MAGAs. They're so fucking utterly clueless about what really goes on in America. I've worked in D.C. I've been around the block. I've worked some of the highest level people in the country. And, uh, and knowing what I know, <laughs> it's pretty scary. And you need to be very careful what you say about them. As a whistleblower, I know that for sure. Housing. It's going away. I recently looked at ton, hundreds and hundreds of listings in different cities and states. And what I realized is all of the good homes are gone. What is left is the dregs. 
and homes that would require a tremendous amount of reinvestment to gut and clean and make new. And that's because everybody during the and after the pandemic bought up all the good available houses with affordable cash that they had at the time and or used low interest rate loans that were given to them by the government. And now they cannot afford to ditch those homes because they got them at low interest rate loans. And they're basically locked into where they live now. will never be able to go anywhere else in the United States to buy another home to move their employment base because they cannot afford to go anywhere else. Not as long as interest rates are what they are and climbing higher. With inflationary uh, indices rising, with rents constantly rising, and oh, by the way, one of the funniest strange things from an economic point of view is normally the more housing that is built, rental rates come down. But we are not seeing that. Instead, what we're seeing is rental rates are going up. Isn't that funny? And that's because... People like block, companies like block, BlackRock and other major institutional firms are buying up the supply of all available housing. They're even going into neighborhoods that have 40, 50, 200, 300 homes and buying the entire goddamn block of homes up from another investor or just making offers to home sellers to buy up their homes. Homes that will never, ever, ever go back on the market again as a resale but will stay as rental properties with ever higher rental rate. We're seeing rental rates today for apartments that are two-bedroom apartments, two-bedroom, one-bath, two-bedroom, two-bath, range anywhere from $1,900 a month to $3,000 a month, depending upon where you live. You tell me, the average starter family with one child, who can afford that kind of rental. fact is, they can't. They're living hand-to-mouth, day-to-day, and if they should ever become employed, unemployed, they're going to be homeless. And there will be literally no place they can go except if they get a job and are lucky enough to get another job, they'll have to go wherever they can afford to pay rent. And that's becoming a very difficult thing in America to do. In the villages, we have the same issue. They're building these lease or rent homes, brand new homes, starter homes, all over Lake and Sumter County right now in the villages to have homes available for professionals and people who service the elderly retired populations. But even they are finding it very difficult to afford the American dream down the road. I even have a couple, a professional couple that lives in my neighborhood. One of them works for the villages and one of them works as a medical professional. They are currently leasing, renting, a uh, villa from the owner of the villa for $3,000 a month. That's $36,000 a year. Now, I'm sure they both make very good incomes, but still, $36,000 a year is a hell of a lot to pay. But they're living in a villa home, not a apartment. The husband recently said to me, he's finding it difficult to be able to afford the home that they want to move into in a place called Middleton, which is where the new school is being built in the villages. But this particular case is not unique. It's across the entire United States today. And ever since the pandemic, I guess these institutional firms that are buying up stocks of available housing and building rental housing 
have gone gangbusters to do so. They took advantage also of not only the cash that they had from their institutional investors, but also from the low interest rate loans that were available for them having such so many billions of dollars of cash in the bank that they could begin on their foray to build hundreds of thousands of rental homes. And again, the issue is they are rentals and will be rentals forever unless the institutional investors like BlackRock decide to dump them on the market. The question is, what will the price be? Can people afford it? The Gen Zers of today will not have and do not have the money to buy a home, a starter home, that typically starts at around three hundred to 350000 minimum to be able to get their foot in the door to establish any equity. The day of the baby boomers and Generation X, etc., and everybody else being able to buy homes and become a part of the middle class, those days are over. And I've often asked this question of my wife. When we are gone, how many of the Gen Zers out there are going to have money, sufficient money, to be able to purchase a village home in the villages of Florida? And the answer is very, very few. And so that leads to another question. The stability of the market, even though the uh, Morse family of builders has been able to maintain the market structure inside of the three-county area of the villages for such a long time since Gary Morse started it. Will they be able to continue to do that? I don't think so. I'm not absolutely sure, but I don't think so. I have a master's degree in business, economics, and finance, and so I look at everything with a different kind of set of eyes than the average American does. But if you don't have people who will be able to purchase these village homes and resales in 10 years from now, what will happen to the market price of this over 55 area become? Those prices will have to significantly drop. Right now, people are very greedy and asking and demanding way too much money, far more money than these homes are truly worth. And I guess we were lucky to get in when we did. Doesn't negate the issue, and the main issue is, will the middle class in America survive? I don't believe so. And when the middle class goes away and there's only a rich versus a poor, then there will tend to be problems. If you look at the type of education system that Florida used to have, which was wonderful, wonderful public education system in Florida, versus what it is today and over the last 20 years since Jeb Bush and today with DeSantis destroying the public educational system in Florida, with teachers leaving in droves by literally thousands of teachers fleeing Florida. And you have to ask yourself, why? It's not just the money. It's how the educational system has been dumbed down, bastardized, and depleted by the basics legislature in Florida, which is predominantly GOP. Florida now has one of the worst educational systems in the country, except for the charter schools, which are funded ultimately by the wealthy. I don't see this continuing. I see the middle class going away and the United States having fewer and fewer people to fund the tax base that supports our government. You have to have a very strong middle class that pays taxes, and everybody needs to pay taxes equally and fairly, 
not just the middle class. When Trump took office, the very first thing that he did was he gave the top 1%, the wealthiest in the United States, the largest tax break in history, even larger than what Ronald Reagan did. And now they have become richer and richer and richer by year, and they pay literally no taxes. How is that fair? How is that fair to the middle class? How is that fair to educational systems? And why is it our Congress is allowing all of this to happen and deplete our system uh, of fairness and availability of homes and decent housing so that the middle class is squeezed to become the lower income status, the lower income group? They won't be able to sustain the taxes that are needed to pay and support this government. And yet, with blinders, they operate. With blinders, our Congress does nothing except whine and complain about themselves or somebody else. Our Congress today doesn't give a shit about you or me or anybody else that needs help. They only give a shit about the rich. This is going to bring down the demise of America. So think about it, people. And think about Take a look when you drive around your area where you live. How many rental houses and brand new apartment complexes are they building? Look at the subdivisions and ask yourself that they're building. Are those going to be for resale, sale, period? Or are they going to be for rent? And if you drive in, you'll find that many, many, many of the D.R. Horton and Lennar communities and others are for rent-only starter homes. That is not how we build America. That is not how we keep America strong. You have to have a motive for wanting people to progress, to gain skills, to earn more money. And if they can never do that by never building any equity in homes, and all they're ever going to do is rent, 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 then think about what your America is going to be. And with that, I give you that food for thought for the day, and I say, Bob out.